You guys are going to be so glad you found us. We're just two military spouses, realtors, and friends keeping it real. Today, I want to go over what happened to me most recently, which is um, our real estate buyer's etiquette number one. First and foremost, disclaimer, you should absolutely feel very comfortable with the person that is helping you buy probably the most expensive thing you're ever going to buy in your life. I mean, not just like a house. That's usually the most expensive thing you own at any given time. But specifically in Hawaii, where homes generally start right around half a million dollars. That is the median price That's for townhouses. The me- for townhouses. Yeah, if you're buying a single family home, median uh-huh. price is over a million dollars. So you need to feel so confident in and comfortable with the person that you choose because you get to choose yeah. to help you buy that house. Because it's not just picking out which house you like the best, but they're negotiating on your behalf. They are listening to your wants and needs and making sure they're met. And they are making sure that the process goes smoothly and all of your questions are answered and everything is... There are is... a lot of steps and there are a lot of questions. <clears throat> yes, there are. Fine, but... I mean, it's a whole 30 days process yeah. and a lot of people... Um, especially military families that we speak to are first time home buyers. So whether this is your first purchase, second purchase, whatever, you need to, you know, you need to trust who you're working with. So you should talk to multiple people if you don't get the best warm fuzzies from whoever you initially reach out to. Because some people start the journey and they're talking to somebody and they're like, okay, now I know I want to do this. But Maybe you're not quite understanding me. Don't feel obligated. There's not a degree of obligation there. No. Just because you started talking with somebody, yeah. you at any time feel that they're not the right fit for you. Yeah. I, then 100%. you, again, you have to just feel confident in the whole process. And there's too many real estate agents out there, in my opinion, who are salesmen and not professionals. You know, they take their job too lightly, I think. I think the barrier to being a real estate agent is way too low. The barrier to entry is far too low because this isn't like, I'm just going to sell you a house or part-time agents. And I'm not trying to throw shade or hate on part-time agents. I know not everybody's in a position to maybe make that transition and do it full-time, but this is all we do all day, every day. Mm -hmm. Like we are beyond committed to Mm -hmm. this and just this. And I do think that. And there's plenty of other agents out there who are the same way. Oh, for sure. But agents that do this full-time, I think have a different level of response time and commitment and Mm -hmm. just like, this is what we're doing. I don't have to put this on the back burner and get to it after my other job. Yeah, no, it's yeah. And the, and the level of knowledge you have just from, you know, if you go and play tennis once every three weeks, you might be okay at tennis. If you play every day, you'd be us. (laughs) (laughs) I get what you're saying. Reserved at three, so we're gonna. Have oh to, my gosh! Literally, that was like a softball <laughs> I lobbed up for you. Um, but all of that is to say, do wait and hold out for someone that you feel comfortable with. But then, once you find that person, that's the only person that you're working with because now that person, that real estate agent, is spending a lot of time and effort on finding you homes, answering your questions, addressing your concerns, scheduling showings, taking you out to showings. There's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that goes into being a real estate agent that I know we talk about all the time. Pay them the respect of working with just them. So you expect professionalism out of us as a client. Mm -hmm. And I think to some degree, we have the right to expect some degree of consideration and professionalism Mm -hmm. from clients. Mm -hmm. 
as mm-hmm. well. So an, an example of this, just because everyone likes a good story, yeah. but I was actually talking to somebody. They called me out of the blue from Zillow about renting one of my properties, but we had already signed tenants literally that morning for that property. And so it hadn't been moved into like off the market or whatever. Mm-hmm. For, and he was like, hey, I'm headed to Hawaii. We're PCSing there. We want to rent your home in Mililani. And I said, I'm so sorry. We literally just signed a lease agreement. But do you mind me asking, why are you looking at renting? And, you know, we talked a little bit about it. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'll think about buying. And I'll talk to you when I get on island. I was like, okay, sounds great. Um, He called me when he got on island. And he was like, you know what? Yeah, let's, let's look at some houses. So we went out. We looked at two houses and then there were two open houses that weekend on Saturday that I was like, you guys should check these out. And then all the other homes that come on the market during the week will go out again on Sunday because our Saturday was like booked. But they were so excited to house hunt that I was like, yeah, that I was like, okay, you guys caught the bug. You're in it. Let's go. Like, here you go. Go to these two homes and then we'll we'll chat on Sunday. I was with you on Saturday and (laughs) they texted me and they're like, hey, Courtney, do you have time for a call? I was like, sure, of course I do. And they called me and they're like, yeah. So we went out and we saw a couple homes. And I was like, okay, the two open houses that I suggested. And they were like, yeah, and um, some others. <laughs> I think they said two more. <laughs> yeah, but didn't they even sound kind of... Sh- I was just about to say that. I didn't want to cut you off. So I was going to wait until you had like finished yeah. your sentence. Yes, they even, in that moment when you said the open houses, you could hear even in their voice, yeah. they were like, a little iffy about their choices. Yeah. Yeah. So then I I, I asked them, yeah. you know, because again, as ethically as agents, like if somebody makes somebody sign a buyer's representation agreement, like I'm not going to muddle in that. Sure. Like that's where you back off. Right. Yeah. So I was like, oh, how did you, were they other open houses? And like, no, we had another agent show us a few more homes. And I just let it go because I'm not going to, I don't know. I'm not going to like harass them. Like you can't do that. Or like maybe they ended up liking that agent, you know, and maybe they didn't feel like they clicked with me. Although I thought our showings went really well. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And I'm lovely. (laughs) She is really lovely. And our just internally, like we, you know, we are people and we try to make this a very personable experience, but Mm -hmm. we are also a business Mm -hmm. and we track and are pretty diligent about knowing that people that we talk to, people that we build relationships with, oftentimes stay with us. Right. And so it's always a little <clears throat> shocking. Yeah. And also because they hadn't even been thinking about buying, but I was the one who sort of explained mm-hmm. to them the benefits. I was like, well, Gave them the light hang bulb. on, yeah. you know? And so um, I let it go. And I, I actually, I got off the phone and I was like, Kendra, would you have addressed that in the moment? And even you were like, no. Because they had said something on the call. I Maybe you remember exactly what it was, but they had said something on the call that, already alluded to the fact like oh they said that we would rather yes that is, that is yeah. what they said we'd rather see more houses with you yeah is what they said so yeah i wouldn't have addressed it past that because one they already sounded like they knew they had kind of gone the wrong direction um or, or a direction that you know maybe deserved a conversation before they did it um and then they said they wanted to continue to work with you anyways so. yeah anyway then the next day it was Sunday, open house day. And I had a whole day, like six properties to show them. Mm-hmm. And I met them at the first house. And Grant, one of our skill bridgers, was with me. And he's like, are you going to ask him who it was? I was like, no, I am not. And I like met them at the door. And I was like, okay, guys, let's recap the houses you saw yesterday. Anything that you liked, didn't like. And they literally, before I could even say, you know, and just so you know, 
Yeah. You need to pick an agent to work with because it's, you know, it's not fair to be. Yeah. And they were like, it's okay. Like we, you have it all together. I like that you bring <laughs> us the sheets. We want to work with you. And I was like, okay. And um, now we're waiting to hear back on their offer. Fingers crossed. <laughs> and it's a home that's been on the market over 100 days. I think sometimes homes just get buried. Mm -hmm. Like you see like a really great property sometimes and you're like, how is this still on the market? But yeah. if you look back at the day it came on the market, maybe five other homes in that same neighborhood yeah. came on. Yeah. And that one just kind of, it, it happens sometimes. It's not like super, super common, but occasionally, mm -hmm. or we're just coming out of like a slower time. I mean, a hundred days ago was like over three months and we're yeah. in June. So, I mean, we were still pretty squarely in like the March-ish time frame. Mm -hmm. um, but that's good for them. It's a good opportunity to get, you know, more credits. And I know. That's what I said. I hope. Yeah. I'm like dying to hear back. Yeah. But anyway, that wasn't the first experience in the last couple of weeks that I've had it's like that. Yeah. And then you just had somebody call you. Yeah. Well, she texted me because she had a showing scheduled for one of our listings this afternoon. And then um, I saw the showing got canceled. And I was like, that's kind of odd because I know this agent really well. She's been doing this forever. She's extremely well-respected in our community as real estate agents. And I was like, odd, but you know, whatever, things happen. Um, and then she texts me. She's like, hey, do you have a second for me to call you? I was driving to our photos just now. Yeah. And I was like, of course, absolutely call me. She calls me and she goes, let me tell you what happened. <laughs> and I was like, okay. She proceeds to tell me that she has this client. Uh, they've been talking. They've been showing them houses for weeks. They asked her yesterday to schedule a showing for our listing, which she did. Got it approved. Um, and then she was talking to them today and they were actually like, never mind, you can cancel it. We already saw it. Kendra, I'm going to stop you right there. An agent that showed that same house yesterday called me on my way here and said, hey, I know I told you that my clients were going to submit an offer mm -hmm. and um, I was getting the offer all ready to go. And I've mainly been in communication with the wife, but they just called me and told me that they have been talking to another agent. Oh, my gosh. It was this. <laughs> what are the odds? And oh, I, my gosh. And it was funny. You know, I said to her, I was like. Honestly, this just happened to me. Was it a Redfin agent? Um, or agent that you talked to? I can't remember <laughs> if it was. But I know the yeah. names of the clients, so we'll talk off the net about right. who it was. Sounds good. But, um, but this is good that you might have their other agents info because they wanted to submit an offer. They, they are submitting an offer. We're oh, with, that, with that agent? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> but also don't you feel bad for the agent that showed them the property i feel bad for everyone involved yeah. i feel bad yeah. for the first agent who's been spending weeks with them yeah. i feel bad for the agent that showed them the property yesterday because ethically she wasn't the procuring cause because it came through on the first agent's mls mm -hmm. and the first agent scheduled a showing mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. i mean yeah, I, know. I don't know it's such a, it puts us in such a gray area ethically and i don't think people understand what a big component ethics is in real estate. And there's all these governing we do things. All we... this training on it. Yeah. It's huge. So I feel bad for everybody. I know. Because, Me know, too. Yeah. So there's this thing, listener, that um, some buyer's agents make 
client sign. It's called a buyer's representation agreement. And we don't make people sign them. Mo- I, I don't think most agents do that are like of our generation. <laughs> I don't know. But what it is, is it's like saying like you are committed to working with that person. And if you see a home with that person, they're um, tethered to you. That's yeah. Basically and what it does. They get the commission for a sale of a home that they showed and all of that. And I feel weird about making buyers sign them just because I, if somebody is going to work with me, I want it to be because they want to, not yeah, because they're 100%. like my captive. Right. <laughs> I signed my life away. Like, yeah. But we have had situations where we know somebody who has signed one and they're like, I don't want to work with this agent anymore. And for buyer's knowledge, you can ask to be out of that contract. Like you can ask to cancel it and have it be it's voided. Not even ask. You, you, honestly, yeah. you're the client. You're well, I mean, the driver's seat. You just tell the yeah. other agent in writing, I'm sorry, I don't wish to work with you any yeah. longer. I'm pursuing different representation. And I know that seems harsh. Hi, that's me. Um, <laughs> but it's not even that you have to ask because asking implies that the other agent has to agree. And they don't. Yeah. Like you as the buyer, you as the client, you have the right and ability to say the same thing with listings, quite honestly. Like this this is an, a situation <laughs> rampant right I'm now. I'm telling you. But okay, so like totally off the cuff, unprepared. Like we have been doing this for, you know, six years you, me, three and a half, like, why? Why all of a sudden? Is it because there's fewer sales? So there's more like hungry fish out there looking for buyers and sell Like, what do you think it is? I don't know. It's it's happened so recently that I haven't really, and we've been so busy, I haven't really sat down and given it any real amount of actual thought. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, because you're right. Finding Home has been in business for six years. We have done probably close to, if not more than 500 transactions in that time. Mm-hmm. Never. I mean, this might happen once every 18 months before right. where it would be a situation like this. Now it's happened several times in like five days. Mm-hmm. I have. And maybe I'm literally just coming up with this as I say it. Maybe it's because, like I said, the barrier to entry is too low and there's crummy agents out there and people don't want to work with them. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's always been the case, though. Yeah. You know, that's not new. Inf- like, what's new about the market that would be making this happen so much now? Are buyers more picky? Are buyers... I don't know. I know. It's baffling to me because yeah. I've literally never experienced this twice in a year, let alone like four times in a month. <laughs> yeah, when, in less than... In a week. Five times in a week, if but I'm it, being honest. Doesn't it also make you realize... Because when that happened to me with my client this past weekend and they like had gone out and seen homes with another agent and I was going out with them the next day, I was like, okay, no, this is like reminding me to continue to level up and be on top of my stuff and come prepared and have the knowledge. And To my story from today. My second story from today. It was a story time with Kendra and Courtney. Get your cocoa. The showing that I had on the east side. It was just a random person that called me for, ironically, the same listing that these other agents are (laughs) offering on. Maybe this isn't an industry-wide issue. Maybe it's house-specific to our listing over there. It's got some juju. Um, She called me last week and was like, hey, I saw this house online and I'm, I want to schedule a showing to see it. And I'm like, sure. Like, absolutely got no issues. And I was like, are you bringing an agent? She goes, no, no one's really representing me. So of course it's an opportunity for us to get a new client. So mm-hmm. absolutely. I had no idea who I was meeting really. So I brought Clayton with me mm-hmm. <laughs> to the showing. Mm-hmm. Um, just 
nice single lady nurse. She works over there on that side of the island. Um, I show her the house. She had some questions about what she could or couldn't do in the yard space. Um, we happen to have the association documents for that neighborhood already. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm happy to have our TC team send them to you so you can look through them. You can ask the association any specific questions so that you're comfortable. If you decide to offer, you already know that you can do what you want with the space. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, she was like, okay, great. So we did all that. She decided um, that the association would not allow her to do what she wanted with the space. But she texted me yesterday and was like, hey, this is so-and-so. You showed me this property of yours. I can't move forward with that one. But um, I've been talking to another agent like on and off. But I decided that I would you know, like you to represent me and be my agent. First question I asked was, do you have a buyer's mm-hmm. representation agreement? She goes, no, she never made me sign anything. And I'm like, okay, then I'm happy to move forward and help you. Let me set you up in the MLS, send me any properties you want to see, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I met her today to show her another property. And she was one so thankful that literally with 12 hours notice, I crammed her into my schedule, which I did double book myself to make that appointment. Yeah. You covered down yeah. being at the first part of an appointment that I was then late to. And that's why there's two of us. Always. Um, but she she was thanking me for that. And her car got stuck in the mud. Oh, no. Her little Prius got stuck in the mud over on the east side. Oh, no. And she called me and she was like, my car won't move. My car won't go. Don't tell me you went and towed her out. No, but I, I drove to where she was. It was only like one minute down the road. And there was like this rubber mat stuff that you put on like industrial floors or whatever sitting kind of discarded on the side of the road. And so we grabbed it. And being from Alaska, I, I am well-versed at getting cars out of, like, it wasn't snow, it was mud, but it's the same principle. You need traction, right? Look at you. So we, like, put them underneath the two tires that were stuck and just gave her a little push as she was trying to go. And then she rolled back onto the mats and got some traction and was able to finally pull Oh, out. my God. If you're not her agent after that. But then, yeah, like, we go to the house, we, show, we see the house, blah, blah, blah. And she was so thankful that we were able to show it to her on such short notice. And then, yeah, I helped her literally get out of the mud. And then on top of that, she was like, I decided to work with you because you sent those condo docs right away the same day. And you just were so ready to give me all the information I was asking for. And while I did explain to her that it's not traditional in Hawaii to always have the association documents because you have to order them. They cost money to order. They're Takes only good time. for 30 days. Like if, if it goes past 30 days, you have to reorder them. Um, there's a lot of reasons that you don't always have the association documents. Okay. But, but we did. because we are also in this full time, mm-hmm. more than full time, double time, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> we, we just do have a, a lot of. Sure. Because we had a transaction that closed in there recently. That's and I what was I'm like, saying. You know, yeah, they may be older than 30 days, but for her purposes. But I that's what them. I'm saying. Like a part-time agent. Yeah. It's not going to, you know, yeah. it's just, it's just, a benefit of the territory of doing this literally right. and only this all the time. So, you know, so that's like she had been talking to a different agent on and off. But then I'm wondering to myself, like, why is she coming like unaccompanied to properties? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Like, private showings, not open houses, not like we're having an open house. So it was a private showing. So that kind of comes into like my other tidbit for giving buyers advice, mm-hmm. not to jump to another point. Something else that this isn't like a gripe, but something else that like clients do that they don't know that can be kind of like tricky is, hey, okay, we have, we're probably, we, we'll say, we'll probably have showing scheduled around one o'clock on Saturday. Does that work for you? And the client will be like, yes, one o'clock on Saturday works. <laughs> and then you have to request showings 
oftentimes 48 hours in advance because if they're owner occupied or tenant occupied, you need to give enough notice. And we're lining these showings up to hit perfectly at like specific times with drive times and make sure that it goes, you know, where we're not standing out in the blazing hot Hawaiian sun for 30 minutes because we're too early for a showing and we're having to rush you through because we only have two yeah. of our window. So we make it really seamless. So we that's why we give you the warning like, OK, Saturday, one o'clock, be ready. We'll let you know where to meet us and when because based on what gets approved and what doesn't. And then Saturday morning, the clients text us and say, hey, we got a late start to the morning. Do you think we could get started around two or three? And it's like, we really can't. These are like confirmed appointment times that we have to meet. And we're wanting to start early. I saw like a text come in in one of our group chats for like, hey, we're done with things early. Can we start two hours early? Unless the property is vacant. Yeah. It's vacant. It's obviously a different thing. But no. No, we have to. Yeah. (laughs) And everything takes a little bit of time. So as much as an agent is always trying to like, make it happen as soon or should be at least trying to make it happen as soon as possible. Sometimes you're just like at the mercy of the seller's time frame. So um, just keeping scheduled appointments and understanding that we are not just able to enter a property at whim. That's something too that I I would love if more buyers knew that we put a lot of effort into coordinating everything. Making it a smooth timeline. Yeah, We want you to feel like you're just getting ferried and shuttled through this wonderful experience. It was like like, like no. when we went to Vegas with Clayton. I have never had such <laughs> a, a seamless story. I've never had such a seamless airport experience. They picked me up at my home. They had a beverage ready for me in the car. We just drive to the airport. Clayton parks the car because normally I'm the one that's like keeping track of everything, yeah. right? And she I like your luggage in the car for you. I didn't like, lift yeah. a finger. I didn't have. I never ever saw one of my boarding passes or tickets. Clayton just like handed, like shuffled everybody. Through. I mean, like literally. I don't know what gate we went. It was just <laughs> seamless. It was like a private traveling experience. Yeah. And I just got ferried to my little hotel, and I'm. Yeah. I would travel with Clayton all day. That All day. Of, every travel experience I have had for the last 16 years <laughs> has been what you just described. Spectacular. Yeah. But that's how we want showings to go. That is how we want showings to go. Just pleasant from yeah. start to finish. Like, we don't need to know, like, us as travelers, we don't need to know what Clayton did behind the scenes no. to, like, you know. Make sure we all had boarding yeah, passes. and talk the gate people yeah. and, like, get yeah. us to the front of whatever lines and, like, arrange the limo that picked us up at the airport. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't need to know what. Have, I just had a great experience. No, but thank you for doing all but of that. Thank you for doing all of that. And that's how we want our clients to feel. Like, yeah, we have like a little gift bag day one of house hunting. We We're do. We're just going to ferry you through mm-hmm. all these things, let you know where to park, give you tidbits. But we don't want you having to think like, are we in our 30 minute window? Are we, you know, there's right. traffic. We're going to be late. I have to call the agent and let them know. Like we, you know, that's why we're here. Yeah. But when we do all of that, especially when we have like lots of showings and sometimes we have three different clients in a day Mm -hmm. that we have like morning showings, afternoon showings, evening showings. And we don't always have the ability to do that. And we want you to feel like you are our only client. So we try really hard to make it make it seem that way. These clients, we're not harping on you, but I just think genuinely people don't know. Why would you know these things? guys know we're going to ask for it like and subscribe to our channel and follow us on instagram at pcs to hawaii